Welcome to Lesbians Who Write with Claire Lydon and T.B. Markinson. Conversations about writing and lesbian fiction. Join us as we draw back the curtain on the writer's life. Hello and welcome to episode 192 of Lesbians Who Write. This week's topic is 2024 Goals. Joining me, Claire Lydon, is my co-host, the 2024 Goal Machine. Just call her Sam Kerr, although not right now because she's just knacked her ACL, so she's out for the year. So we don't want to call you Sam Kerr, do we, TB? Uh, we'll call you Alex Morgan. There's an American-friendly reference. It's TB Markinson. How are you today? Doing well. Wow. Well done, you. Within, what, 30 seconds of the first episode of 2024, you've already got a footy reference in. Yeah, thank you. That's uh, that's one of my goals for the year. More football. More football or just more footy references? All of like, it. All of it. All of it. Yeah. You're just going to go football crazy. Yes. Okay. Well, this is going to be a fun year. I'm going to have to maybe brush up on my football knowledge. Maybe. Like, I kind of know the names. <laughs> <laughs> you know Alex Morgan, right? I know the name. I... Probably could not pick her out of a lineup. I'm not. I'm a tennis fan. Can we go tennis? <laughs> she does put the ball in the goal hole quite a lot for America, as does Sam Kerr for Australia. I'm not a huge Sam, um, not Sam Kerr. I'm not a huge Alex Morgan fan, I have to say. Probably offending all the Americans now. But for a while in COVID, she came to train with Spurs, and then um, she said she was going to play with Spurs, and then she just got a bit injured and just seemed to faff about and only played with us for a couple of games and kind of used us. So. Yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not a big fan. It doesn't mean I'm not a big fan of you, TV. Anyway, tell us how you are. Um, how am I? It's been rough starts this year, I'm not going to lie. Uh, the first week of January was all catch-up week. Uh, over the holiday break, I had really grand ambitions of getting ahead on iHeart Sapphic things and writing things and all the stuff, and I was going to start off 2024 strong. Then I got sick, and I was very functioning for about a decent amount of time during the holidays. Poor Miranda had to come to my rescue because I didn't have a lot of food in my fridge. I was supposed to go to, like, people's houses for meals and such, but then when I got sick, I decided not to infect the world, so I stayed home, and my fridge was bare. <laughs> so uh, she had to come over and rescue me and bring me food and medicine. I was out of medicine and everything, and since I was sick, uh, she dropped stuff off and outside my my door which was extremely kind of her so and then i got really behind and now i'm extremely behind with everything so uh i hate 2024 good i'm glad that you've uh, started 2024 as you finish 2023 <laughs> i thought there oh, might be man. i thought there might be a little bit of runway into into the stress but no straight in so I'm back to normal, pretty much. I yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm back to normal. I think that, you know, I think everyone listening uh, will be pleased that, that they get their, you haven't come into 2024 a completely different person. They recognise you. Uh, yeah. So um, in other news, in writing news, uh, Say Cheese, my co-write with Miranda, is nearly ready for the art team, is going through the second round of edits right now. Um, hopefully we'll get this out later this month or early February. Um, I have to admit, I'm really sad that I no longer have a built-in excuse to go to Vermont to eat a lot of cheese. This kind of sucks. I like that title, Say Cheese. Really? I, I was on the fence with that. Uh, Miranda came up with it when she told me that. I'm like, well, that sounds cheesy. And she's like, that's the point. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, one of the leading ladies owns a Vermont. 
uh, cheese factory and the other one wants to be a photographer. Right, I was going to say, is there a photographer in the mix? Surely there is. So, so I, I can't take any credit for that title. That was all Miranda. Hopefully, you know, that will be coming together really soon and we can get that out there. Um, over on iHeart Sapphic, uh, we launched the 2024 Reading Challenge. That was on January 1st. Another reason my start to January was a bit rough because we always have the Reading Challenge closed on Monday, and this year it was Monday, January 1st. So I was like, oh, I don't even get a day. I don't get a day. Come on. 8-2024. So there are quite a few Sapphic Reading Challenges taking place this year, uh, and I think a lot of readers were coming to the IHS database to prepare their reading for the year because the first week of January was our best week ever for views. We were both surprised because usually it's like the mega sale where we get like a huge amount of traffic. But uh, last week was our, 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 the first week of January was our best week ever on IHS for reviews. So that's, that's a good start. That's a good start to, um, that's part of my life. Good, good, yeah. positive. Was, there was a good thing. There yeah. was a good thing. Toot toot. Now, I started uh, jotting down my notes for uh, this episode last night before this morning happened. So I'm going to start off by writing what I uh, had jotted down last night and then editing it heavily because um, this morning turned to shit. Okay, so in in fun snow news, or at least it was fun for me since I worked from home, we had a lot of snow over the weekend. Uh, we got about a foot yesterday, and I was working in my office, and I, would, I was sitting at my desk, and I could see the falling snow outside my office window, and it's... Um, the first proper storm we've had in a very long time. It will be interesting to see how this impacts uh, my hiking areas because um, a couple days before the storm, I went to one of my favorite hiking spots and it's really saturated right now. There are like ponds where there's not supposed to be ponds. So now that we got another foot of moisture, I'm just like, what's going to happen? Is it just all going to be underwater? But then I woke up this morning. And I looked outside my window to see my car, and one of my lovely neighbors dug their car out. I uh, see, I dug my car out mostly yesterday to prepare. They were parked right next to me, so when they dug their car out, they dumped all of the snow where I had already cleared. Oh, dear. And I was pissed. And I don't know who it was because the car was covered in snow when I was out there, so I can't even see who it was, but, like... What an asshole move. Like, seriously, like, I had, I spent about an hour this morning breaking my back, digging my car out for a second time. The fun snow news turned into shit news. 2024 sucks. But let's, let's, uh, let's spin it a little bit. Look at it on the, on the flip side. You got a couple of good workouts in. That's good, right? Well, I am counting this for my workout yeah. today, absolutely, because because uh, when you have a foot, like when you're digging it out, it ends up being like two or three feet because like he just kept dumping. That is, oh, in other fun snow news, when I was sitting at my desk uh, yesterday watching the snow, I remembered a fond time from London, 2018, 2018, where there was a decent snowstorm that hit London, and I remember going to Kensington Gardens to see all the loveliness. This is when I didn't have a car, and I didn't have to shovel ever. And so um, I shared that memory on my Patreon account. It's a free blog post on Patreon, so 
I'll include the link in the show notes. Uh, for those who want to follow the Patreon account, there is a free level, and I share um, random posts like the London one, and I share Catterday photos of Sam every Saturday. So you can follow us for free on that and get some of the blog posts. So I'll round it out with a positive. Please tell me it's better across the pond. TB, it's better across the pond. Obviously it is. Always is. Sunnier here. No, it's not. It's actually been snowing today the first time. I was actually out having a walk this morning or this afternoon and it was snowing on me. So I stuck my tongue out and got my first uh, snowflake on my tongue So of the year. So that was nice. Uh, it hasn't stuck. Uh, it's just really cold, but um, not snowing. The big news, the big, big news, TB, is that London Romance Book Nine, officially called London Ever After, is with the editor. That is good news. Toot, 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 toot. Now, can we go back in time? When did you start writing this one? I'm not exactly sure, but I think about a year ago. This just shows your dedication to this project. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people may have just been like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'll start a different project. I'll do something else. But good for you for uh, sticking the landing. Well, thank you. But I, well, I did uh, say I'm not doing it and did write two other books in the meantime. So, yeah, it's taken a year. As I've written two books, um, and I don't know why I didn't just carry on with this one. Well, I kind of do because the football one took over and then the other one took over. But I knew I had to get this one done and I I had such a, a push-pull with it and I don't know quite know why. Maybe it was because it was the last one in the series and I didn't want to muck it up and I knew I had to go back and have a look at all the other books. And, you know, as I said, I'm a woman of a certain age who can't remember sometimes why I walked into a room. And so we're remembering characters and uh, their motivations 10 years, 9 years, 8 years after writing them. Um, but you know what? Once I got stuck into it, it wasn't as bad as I thought. I, I worked a lot uh, over Christmas. Uh, I, like you, uh, I got pretty sick. Do you know what? I was I was as ill as I've been, I can remember being in ages. I mean, my wife and I have been together for um, a long time. I can't remember exactly how long. 17 years, 18 years. She can't remember me being this sick as I was. So I'm, I don't really get sick that often, but I got a really, really bad flu, whatever it was very bad uh, so I got it the week before Christmas um, I was out of action for a whole week it just it just absolutely floored me um, and then over Christmas it kind of I was like up and down so I had good days and then it relapsed it's only this week actually one of the last three days that I've, I've started to feel a little bit better so it's been like three weeks of constant like really bad and then up and down but uh, in with that in the background uh, I did work all through uh, Christmas and New Year just because I wanted to get this done before I go to Whitstable. So I'm really pleased. I'm really pleased. The second draft was quite intense. The third draft only had 437 notes, which is better than 700 and odd I normally have. But I think it's because I did an intensive second draft. So I can breathe a sigh of relief now for the next two or three weeks until it comes back. You know, because it was funny because, you know, I haven't launched a book since last April, so it's been a while. And um, I was like, oh, yay, it's done. And then I'm like, oh, no, actually, it's half done, isn't it? Like, that's the halfway point, really, when you send it to the editor. It's the halfway point. Because then you have to wait for it to come back. And then, you know, it's a few more weeks till you can um, get it back from the art team and all of that. So it's the halfway point. But, you know, the book itself is done. Then it's all the the publishing grind uh, to come. All sigh of relief because, like, it is such a 
challenge to get it to the point where you can send it to the editor. It's never, I mean, every project has their own challenges and it's like a monumental effort to get a book out to the editor. You do feel like, oh, I don't have to see that again. And you're like, oh, shoot. I have to like edit it and then I have to like write the blurb and then I have to launch it and all that. Yeah, I had, I had a moment this week where I was like, I was reading it on my Kindle as I do for my third draft and I was like, huh. I'm gonna have to read this again on paper, I'm gonna, oh, and I was like, oh no, yeah, you are, because <laughs> that's uh, you know when once it comes right from the editor, and then I uh, put in all her corrections and my corrections, and then I print it out and read it on paper because that's one thing I learned from uh, working in magazines. You you find so much more when you actually read it on paper rather than a Kindle even or a screen of any sort. But anyway, that's good. So what else have I been doing? Um, I've done my goals, which we're going to talk about. Um, and it is quite funny because, you know, I was thinking about it and I was looking at my goals I had last year and my schedules. And the thing is with schedules and goals, I, I, I'm very adherent to them for about the first three months and then they're dead to me. Um, so but it's good to write them down because it sort of it, it sets you off on the right track, I think. But I think it's quite a well-known phenomenon, isn't it, that people set goals and then they're really good at adhering to them for the first few months and then they forget about them. But it's good when I come to then redo my goals because then I can see what did, what did I say I was going to do last year. Although I did actually get quite a lot of it done, so I shouldn't be too hard on myself. Um, I've also got a new Italian book coming up for release, uh, for launch, uh, which I'm actually doing myself. So uh, so that's been rumbling along uh, in the background. Yeah, So, but mainly I've pushed everything else off to get um, book the London Romance book nine out the door so now I've got two or three weeks to breathe um while I then go to Whitstable that's the other thing that's happening this week I'm off to Whitstable so we're recording this a week early uh, so I can get down to Whitstable and stroll the coastline and eat fish and chips and uh and I'm gonna delve into um doing my Spotify shop uh when I'm in Whitstable no, Shopify. I constantly say Spotify and people look at me baffled, like, why are you doing a Spotify thing, Claire? I'm like, well, no, I meant Shopify. Why does everything sound the same? Why? I don't know, but I want to back up. You're, mm. you're, you're publishing the Italian version? I thought you had an Italian publisher. I do, I do, but the Italian publisher wasn't interested in any, uh, in any uh, co-written books that I'd done. Uh, so, oh, okay. so uh, we're doing uh, Once Upon a Princess. Uh, okay. So Harper, I wrote that one with Harper Bliss, and she published it in French, and I am publishing it in Italian. So, but I, ha I have actually got another Italian one coming out via the publisher uh, this year. I don't know when, uh, because they're not very communicative. <laughs> but you know, some sort of someday it will just appear, and there will be a nice surprise. Yes. And what else have I been doing? Well, um, I've been rubbing the uh, sapphic romance community sapphic fiction community up the wrong way tb that's when i didn't mean to but um <laughs> but apparently i did which uh, it made me laugh so what i did for the new year you know like you see those little graphics and it, they're like trend graphics and it says in and then you see a list of things that are in and then you see a uh, out and a list of things that are out right so i put together for the start of 2024 a list of things that were in and a list of things that are out so if you want to have a look at it, go and have a look at my Instagram uh, grid 
and it's it's one of the recent posts there. And you know, I made them fun and frothy, but I included a few things that were specific to the sapphic fiction community. So for instance, I said that uh, sapphic football romance was in, as was darts romance. Because um, the, the World Darts Championship also was on early January and I was transfixed by it because we had a 16-year-old boy who got to the final. So 16! And he got to the final. I mean, granted, he didn't look 16. He looked about 45, but that's beside the point. He was, he is 16. So it was incredible that he got to the final. His darts was amazing. And I thought, hmm, I wonder if the sapphic community would read a darts romance. So I asked and uh, I got a very, very positive response. So, you know, maybe one day. But anyway, so I put darts romance in. But one of the things I put on the outs, I thought it would just be funny because I'm not a big fan of them, but was Ice Queens. You declared war. <laughs> yeah, basically, uh, I was accused of declaring war and stirring up a hornet's nest. And I think people, when they see things on a graphic, like, you know, uh, I think some people, A, didn't realise it was me just being tongue-in-cheek, but also, B, like, take it as gospel that, you know, well, it's written down, so it must be true. Who is who is doing this? Who's coming for the sapphic fiction community? Well, it was just me having a bit of a, bit of a tongue-in-cheek moment, but some people didn't see it that way. Luckily, I managed to um, tell everyone that Ice Queens, people would still be writing them, but people were coming at me, telling me I could pry their Ice Queens out of their cold, dead hands. I'm like, oh, all right, all right. Like the most popular trope <laughs> in the community. Like, like, I'm not sure why you decided to include it. Like, you had to know it wasn't going to go over well, right? No, I just thought people would see it as a joke, but no, they didn't. No. They take their reading very seriously. Yeah. Do you know what? I never realised how belo- beloved and behoved uh, ice queens were. I do now, let me tell you. So does that mean you have to, like, <laughs> I don't know, like, offer a sacrifice for I, the ice queen? Probably, yeah. What would that be? It's like... I don't know, you tell me. Should it burn an ice cube? <laughs> I bet that would be bad. <laughs> I've got to use more ice ice cubes in my cocktails I don't know but it made me laugh because I was like oh god I was just writing a couple of fun lists and then I set off um set off a bit of a bit of a war anyway that's what's been going on over here all right so we have some comments on this side up first uh Evie Bancroft a fellow sapphic author said I love the podcast you, you and Claire do they are always interesting and I love your banter Evie did say that uh, they were sorry to hear about Gray. It's hard to lose a family member, and it is. And then before I get to the coffee updates, do you have comments on your side besides the fact everyone hates you? I think that's pretty much it, yeah. Um, uh, (laughs) I'm sorry, if you have messaged me, I'm sure I've had some comments, but I've been ill, I've been trying to get a book out the door. If you've messaged me on the socials, if you've emailed me, I'm sorry. I, 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 I haven't written them down. So I'm just going to cruise into the coffee updates. Uh, Nyland Coffee saying happy holidays and thank you again for all you do for the readers. It's greatly appreciated. And Abby bought us some coffees as well. So we appreciate all the comments, even if they don't get mentioned on the podcast. <laughs> we do appreciate all the comments. And we appreciate uh, the coffees as well. So Yeah, we do. Now, now we get to go to uh, the goals for 2024. And as you can probably tell, I'm really excited for 2024. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Uh, yeah, I am sorry. Um, please do comment. Please do message me on Insta. I'm gonna get better, like better. I'm gonna get better. I'm gonna get some better as well. But I'm gonna get better at uh, writing them down. 
Are you only on Insta now? Or are you? Are you? Are you? Did you post this graphic on Twitter as well? I did post. No, you got got a lot of pushback on Twitter as well. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you're on Twitter as well, so I can check it out on Twitter and see the hate. Yes, you can. I might make it like a cup of hot chocolate and just settle in for the fuck. I mean, do that's what my my wife did. She was like, "Oh my god, what have you said on what have you said on Twitter? They're all coming at you." I'm like, "Yeah, I know, yeah." Were they really coming at you though? Though. Were they really like actually angry? I don't know. I don't think they were. Oh. I don't think they were terribly angry, but I think I think they were ready to ready to battle. Like, who is this saying this? Did you get like a lot of quote tweets and people saying, "I can't believe this graphic is like totally shit." Basically, yeah. Um, oh, that's a rough start to you. <laughs> but also, a lot of people agreeing. I think a lot of people were saying, "I agree with everything except the fucking ice queens. Don't come for my ice queens." I'm like, "All right, all right." I actually, I enjoy them because it's just kind of fun. I like the, uh, I don't know how to describe it. I like the dance the uh, couple has to do because like one of them is really prickly and I like to see how they overcome it. But also I've been noticing because we launched the um, first week, reading week for uh, this, for the reading challenge. And every time I had to type in opposites attract, I kept typing in opposites attack. So obviously I squeeze as much jam. Maybe you should make that a new week of the reading challenge for 2024, Opposites Attack. You know, I was just going off my own, what I think, you know. I think Ice Queens have had their day, right? They, they need to retire. Are you wanting more hate? I don't think you've learned your lesson. <laughs> All right, let's ca- crash on to the topic at hand, um, which is my goal for the year. My first one is write more Ice Queens. No, it's not. I'm terrible at writing Ice Queens. My characters always flirt too much. That's why they were on my out one, because I'm like, I can't write them. I'm just jealous of all the people that can. Anyway, crashing on for goals. So uh, how do you want to come at this? Have you have you divvied it up into different categories, TB? I, I have. Like, I have, like, a writing section, oddly, an I heart sapphic section, a business section, and health section. So I have writing, publishing, business, health and well-being, and personal. So... As I've got five categories, I'll go first. Let's start, let's kick off with the writing. Yes? I think that's fitting for a writing podcast. Yeah, let's do that. All right, so I have got here, write some novels. Yes, I know. An absolutely groundbreaking, earth-shattering revelation for a writer. Uh, but I have been more specific, you'll be pleased to know. So, um, as you know, I've already written uh, London Ever After, so that's not under my writing, right, because I've got a publishing section as well. I have another project that's um, sort of at the halfway stage, so I, I'm not quite sure where to place that yet, but that's and that's bubbling along. I have got an idea also for a book that I haven't been as excited about the, an idea, like a, like an initial flash of an idea. No, that's not true. I have been more as excited um, about initial flashes of idea, but it's just giving me... It's giving me the same feeling as I had when I had the flash of an idea for Before You Say I Do, for Change Your Heart, for a couple of others of my books. You know, like one of those ones that you just can't get out of your head? Like, you know, for instance, if I say I'm going to write a darts romance, and I kind of would, but I haven't, how it would work hasn't got worked out in my head yet. Whereas this one came to me fully formed. So I haven't done anything about it because, you know, I've got other books to do and get out before that. But this year I want to write that. And also, as was as I have been reminded of many times over the last month of December, where's your fucking Christmas book, Claire? 
I only write a Christmas book every other year. 2024 is a Christmas year. So I've got to write a Christmas book as well. That's exciting. I do have to admit, every time you say you're going to write a darts romance, I just keep picturing the characters throwing darts at each other. That's opposite attack. That's opposite attack. <laughs> there you go. You've got your, head, you've got your headline for, <laughs> for the podcast. Opposite attack. Or Claire pisses off the entire Sapphic fiction community. You know, one of those. I think that's probably yeah. the people <laughs> Do you know what? I, I'm just going to leave the dance one to germinate. Germinate, is that right? To marinate and uh, see where we go. I would like to because, you know, I, I know about darts. I won a darts trophy in my teenage years. I, I know nothing about darts. I, I did start watching it when we were in the UK because it was in the um, pubs on the telly quite a bit. And I ended up getting into it because mm-hmm. I always just assumed darts. I mean, I had a dart board when I was a kid, and um, I didn't realize uh, all the strategy that went involved because we always mm-hmm. just tried to get a bullseye. But it's not about getting the – I mean, sometimes it is, but it's more about getting the points, mm-hmm. and then this is why I really suck at it. You see, that that may explain why uh, And uh, one of my American friends said, is it just people throwing for the bullseye constantly? I'm like, what? I don't know how popular it is here, so um, I'm not sure if like it gets shown, but I remember watching quite a few exciting bouts of darts, I don't know how to phrase that, in London. Yes, well, the World Championship this year, just to wrap up our darts chat, but it was one. It was probably the most exciting championship I've seen in years. I do tend to watch the darts when it's on, when it's the World Champs, and uh, it was fantastic. And it's always timed well, right? First week of January, you're, you're in. There's, there's not a lot else on the telly. Let's watch some darts. The final was absolutely, you couldn't take your eyes off it. The, the standard was incredible. And, um, you know, and there's a 16-year-old kid involved. So, yeah, it was it was fantastic. So, yeah, I think I will write a darts book. I've had such... <laughs> I asked my newsletter, would they like a darts book? I don't think I've had such a positive response to a question before. Yes is the answer. Lesbians have been crying out for a darts book. Who knew? Can you have one throw a dart at the other, please? No, that's not, <laughs> that. Re- I'm not sure that would work in a romance. Although, that, I mean, that's that's not an ice queen. That's a death queen. That's that's like an extreme. Like, how do you get over that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Host- darts the eye. Yeah, it's like you know, one hospitalised the other, and then they fell in love. Yeah, I'm not sure that's going to work. I was just walking by. I, you know, I did actually start uh, writing a book last year. I started writing a couple of books last year that didn't come off. You know, like one of those 10,000 words that never went anywhere. Uh, but there was a darts scene in one of them. Like they play, were playing darts in the pub. So maybe, uh, maybe, maybe I had foresight. Anyway, tell me your writing goals. All right, so uh, my writing goals. Uh, Miranda and I have a handful of co-writes on the schedule for 2024. And I also have the monthly Lizzie installments for the uh, Patreon peeps. So basically on the writing front, I'm going to be doing a lot of it. Like a lot. That's that's my goal. What's a ballpark number? Cause, uh... A handful. That's what I'm going for. No, I learned in 2020, don't set goals because then the world ends. Okay. So I'm just trying to save humanity here. So some books and some Patreon things. Excellent. Right. So publishing. So publishing, I definitely going to be publishing London Ever After, London Romance Book Nine. I would definitely be publishing a Christmas book and hopefully another one beyond that. And there will also be uh, new translations in German, Portuguese 
uh, Italian, as I said, and I'd like to maybe see if I could get some in French, but I don't know. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I have some uh, translation goals and audio goals um, on the translation front. Uh, we have a French translation that's in the works with a publisher, but like your Italian publisher, I haven't heard from them, so I think it's in the works. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't heard. No idea. Also, we have contacted our, uh, our German translator and editor for uh, getting a book out into the German market again this year. We're going to aim for one, quite possibly two, but... Um, that's on the translation front. And then on the audio front, I'm kind of cheating right now because currently I already have three projects in the works for 2024, um, but those started in 2023. Uh, I'll probably aim for one or two more audio this year, but that that's all dependent on staying healthy, not just us, but narrators and everything because when you start involving a lot more people, as you know, over the holidays, everyone got sick. So um, When you said audio and translations, was that... Or were they two separate? You're not doing you, you're not doing translations in audio. No, translations and audio were two separate categories. Okay. But um, I mean, I would love to get a translated uh, an audio book that's translated out in audio, but I'm not sure exactly how to go about that without spending a lot of money. Yes, no, I've I, I I've got two out, but that was via a publisher, so uh, I wouldn't. I, I think that would be a lot more money. <laughs> So a lot more money, and then earning back the money, I'm not sure how easily that is yeah. done. It's always a problem with translations. For me, audio, it's just going to be, as we said last year, I'm kind of caught up uh, with my audio output. So whatever I publish this year, I'll try and get it put into audio as well. That's my audio goals. And also, for the time being, we're going to carry on with Lesbians Who Write until we run out of things to talk about, right? Is that possible? Is that like this? Is that the thing? Is that the end point? Until we like, oh, are we going to be like that married couple who like sit at breakfast one day and realize they no longer have anything to talk about and get divorced like at seventy three? We we might be, but seventy three. That's quite a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that's quite a long time. You see, like those movies, they're kind of are those commercials and such. They're kind of funny where they're like, I don't really have anything else to say. I can just run out. There you go. When you hear that on the podcast, you know we're over. Over yeah. All right, so that's our writing and publishing and audio uh, goals. I will now crash on to business. So like everybody else in the whole uh, publishing world, uh, I want to get Shopify. There you go, I said it right, not Spotify. Shopify store up. Now, this is a big one. For It's been on my list. Uh, it was on my list last year, but realistically, I knew I wasn't going to get it done this year, last year. But this year, uh, I want to try and get it going. I'm sure it will be one of those things that I chip away at, but... Um, that is going to be something that I'm going to be doing. Uh, I also want to go to more go to conferences and do some more networking as I did last year. Um, I've been asked to be on the Kindle Direct Publishing stage again this year on the Book Fair, so I will be there um, talking on Thursday morning uh, alongside Rachel McLean and Peter Gibbons. So that'll be nice, and I will probably be at the self-publishing show live in June as well, but not confirmed. And you know what? I had a thought today that I'm wondering if there might be scope to do something sapphic in London, like a live event, but I don't know if I want to put that on myself. I don't know. Do you need to organise a sapphic event? Yeah, yeah. It just occurred to me. Yeah, we kind of, you know, like we did with the Lesbians Who Write meetup, quite a lot of people showed up, didn't they? Uh, maybe it would be interesting to do something, but 
I don't know. I'm not really one for organising, so yeah. Would it be like, would you get do it at the pub like we did it for Lesbians and Right, or would you do something like what is it, South Coast Hangout, where it's at a at a venue? I think I actually think if you book a room in a pub, it's probably better. I don't like. Don't get me wrong. I like all those, you know, all the ones where you set up a table and everything. But I just. I I think quite often you don't get enough people through the doors to justify, yeah, justify. Yeah. yeah. So if you make it a little bit more casual and just get people coming to a pub, and you could have books there that you could sell, then maybe that maybe that I don't know. It's just something I really just thought about this morning. So just thought I maybe maybe we could talk about it on another podcast. Who knows? Uh, the other thing um, I want to keep updating my advertising skills and see where it goes last year was a breakthrough year for me with facebook ads i need to see what i can do with amazon ads last year what i didn't do was rewrite all my blurbs i wrote i rewrote a couple but not all of them so that's another um aim and final one which is already underway i'm recovering the entire london series um i already commissioned it it's nearly done uh, when we get off this call i'll be um, emailing final corrections for all nine books because I decided it needed a refresh. I'm going to be doing it in conjunction with launching London Nine, so that might delay London Nine's launch for a little bit because imagine I've got to redo eight books on all the different platforms. So I might need, yes. I might need a stiff drink that week. It's also a good time to update the blurbs, so if you're doing the covers already, you're already in the. Uh, that's a good point. You're already in the, the metadata. Good point. Well made. Yes, I will. We'll, we'll do that. So that's another thing for the list. Because I keep thinking, am I going to launch February or March? Who knows? I just keep saying Q1. But with all these extra work, who knows? We'll see. All right. So on my businessy end, um, one of the things I absolutely should tackle this year, it was all my goals for last year and an epic fail because I didn't do it. So big fat zero on the board. But um, I need to update all my back matter. I'm desperate for a back matter refresh, especially since, uh, wait, I think it still says I run a website called iHeartLesbic, which is now iHeartSuffolk, and also it doesn't have mention of my Patreon account. So I need to update the back matter and probably update like the keywords and all, all the fun stuff when you go into your dashboard and all this stuff, you're like, oh, I need to do that. Yeah, that's right. Um, in other businessy news, I am redoing my um, author website. I have someone helping me with that. I haven't touched my other author website. I spend a lot of time on iHeartSafic, which I'll get to in a second. So I kind of let my author website just kind of die. <laughs> so I'm redoing it and making it so it doesn't look so dead. And so get rid of like the blog function because I don't I don't write blog posts anymore for my author website and stuff like that. But like you know, still have it where the books are updated, the covers are updated because I recovered the whole Woman Last series last year. So I get to do that. I have to tackle some changes with my business accounts, and I'm really, really not looking forward to that. Um, whenever I have to sit down with an accountant, and please know, this is nothing to do with it. Uh, I have nothing against accountants, but I get nervous every time I have to go meet an accountant. Um, sometimes I just don't feel like a grown-up yet who has to discuss taxes. I don't know why. I'm almost 50, but it still just intimidates the fuck out of me. Not only does it involve a lot of numbers, I'm not great at it. There are a lot of laws, regulations, and pitfalls. Like, I just don't enjoy the experience, but I absolutely have to do it. I have to make some changes. So, yeah, so that's another thing I need to do. So I have quite a bit of, like, 
like business goals behind the scenes. We'll see how much it gets done um, because what usually happens with me, as you probably noticed from the beginning of this year, um, I'm always just barely keeping my head above water and surviving. So I need to figure out a way to get everything done. So that's my business end. I'm going to launch into the iHeart Sapphic news. We had a smashing year in 2024. Uh, we had a lot of views. I was really sad. We were just shy of 1.5 million views. I was just like, oh, come on. Can't we just get it over the, to the at the end of the year? But no, sadly, it didn't happen. So I'm hoping this year we can hit like 2 million views. I'm hoping we can expand the... Um, I mean, we are expanding the options on iHeart Sapphic this year. Uh, last year for the reading challenge, we um, had, we had three additional ways authors could get involved in the reading challenge. Um, this year, we're adding another fourth way, um, which is a written interview. So we'll be having more uh, content on the website. We've also added a guest the author feature. So um, we'll give five clues each week about an author, and then on Saturday. In the Saturday post, we'll reveal who the author is. It's we're hoping it's a fun way to for readers to get to know their authors just a bit more. We also are going to have we have the big reading challenge event, but we're going to do two mini reading challenge events this year. Yeah, we're going to be really busy. We're hoping to get the database up. Um, right now, we're over five thousand five hundred books in the database, so we're hoping to grow that. There's just a lot of a lot of ways we we want to grow. So we can get more books in front of readers. Yeah, no, that's great. And I think you should be really happy with uh, 1.5. I know it's, it's the default to think, oh, why didn't we just get 1.5? Why did we get 1.471? But, you know, if you'd have said you've got that at the start of the year, you'd been pretty happy, wouldn't you? What was the goal? I think our goal was 1 million. So right. we, 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 we went past it. the... When I started, I heard uh, Sapphic back in when I was living in Ireland. So that was a long time ago. I had no idea how much it would actually grow, but it, it definitely has grown. No, well done. So on to mine, um, health and well-being. So I am going to uh, keep walking. Uh, last year, I really upped my steps in the last half of the year. I was walking uh, an hour and a half a day, and I'm going to carry on doing that. Um, I think my health and well-being really suffered over Christmas and that because I was so ill. So I wasn't walking, I wasn't walking nowhere. This year, I'm going to just need to get back into the swing a bit. But I even did uh, go walking in the snowstorms today. So there you go, I am. I'm on on track to do it come hail or shine. Mainly because I stole a, a really nice warm jacket from my wife. It's a North Face jacket, which is like... The, it's like you're in a little duvet because my I've got a decent jacket but it wasn't cutting it through this ice cold wind so I stole my wife's top tip um I'm also going to keep up uh my healthy eating well healthy eating just you know better eating habits um food water sleep exercise when I have all those things on point I am happy and I'm productive I am also going to go on holiday a lot uh, because I like going on holiday so this is important and planning anticipation of trips as well is just as exciting as going on them so I've already got two holidays booked we're off to uh, San Sebastian and I'm going on safari in Africa so two very different trips but uh, I it's good to have them all booked and looking forward to them and I'm going to Whitstable this week so by the time you hear this I'll be back from Whitstable final one I'm going to hire a coach. Now, I said I was going to hire a business coach last year. I tried, and then I didn't get any response. I've already got a call booked in with one next week. So uh, I've actioned this one already. 
um, hopefully she'll be a good fit. I'm, I'm a real juxtaposition, me, because I, uh, which I think a, a lot of people are, right? Because on the one hand, I don't want to be consumed with work, even though I enjoy what I do. I, do, I want a very good work-life balance. I want, I value my freedom, but also I want to do so much, so many things, right? I want to write three books. I want to launch a store. I want to, like, I'm, and I'm a one-person business. So I probably either have to get some help or lower my goals, but maybe that's what I'm hoping that this coach can help me with. Uh, uh, that will be an interesting phone call, so you'll have to uh, report back what happens. Mm. Um, on my health side, to be honest, last year wasn't my best health year. Did very poorly for the first half of the year. I was completely stressed. I had a lot going on. And when I hopped on the scale in July, it was uh, not a fun experience. It was kind of like, you know, one of those cartoon moments where your eyeballs, like, like fall to the ground. <laughs> That's a very Disney reference. Well done. <laughs> I am wearing a Mickey Mouse shirt today, yeah. so I'm sticking with the theme. So um, I started addressing it right away. Uh, I changed my diet. I changed my hours at the computer. I started moving more. Happy to report by the end of the year, um, I ended up losing about 20 pounds. So that was that's a good start. Um, this year, I'd like to trim off some more pounds. I'm not going to say a number because I don't know a number. But my goal is to at least weigh what I do right now at the end of the year. <laughs> and so I don't undo all the good stuff I did last year. One of the biggest things I did last year to change it was my diet. Uh, I stopped eating the pretty much processed foods and everything like that. I uh, eat more fresh food now, which means I have to go to the store quite a bit more. Yeah, I had to make some serious changes to all of that on a different health front. <laughs> I need to find a better doctor. This is my 2024 goal. Mine sucks. I started going to this doctor in 2021. I didn't have a good experience, but it was the pandemic. It was hard to find a doctor that was accepting new patients. Uh, that's the problem I've been having. I, I, I'm having a hard time finding doctors who are decent, who are accepting new patients. So those are the two uh, things I need. But when I went to go get my blood work done last October, uh, I found out my doctor has not been testing my thyroid levels, which I don't know why she hasn't been. I have thyroid problems. I have a history of Graves' disease. Um, that's a disease that can kill you. Now, I've been in remission for many years, but it's still something you would think that they would test mm. just to check. Um, she wasn't testing anything, really. She was only testing my blood sugar. She's absolutely convinced that I'm going to be diabetic. I, I've never had any signs of it, but I've had fucking thyroid disease. <laughs> like, test my thyroid. So when I found out she hasn't been testing that, uh, A, I had her add the test and everything, but then I decided that um, she's just completely incompetent and doesn't listen to what I've actually had issues with and the things that I should be tracking. Like, I should be tracking, tracking my blood sugars at this age. I should be tracking a lot of stuff, including thyroid. Like, she was just running one test. But, like, test the other stuff. Mm. Like, take my all of my health into account. Listen to me. Look at my chart. <laughs> like, seriously. Like, so, um, I need to find a new doctor. I can't stand this woman. No, you need a good doctor, especially when you've got a, you know, history of diseases. But good luck with that, because I think do good doctors are hard to find. All right, I've got one more. Uh, it is personal stuff. So um, personal stuff, actually, is just going to be a rinse and repeat of last year because I loved 
doing all these personal goals last year. Loved, loved, loved. So the first one, read some books. Now, um, my goal last year was 50. I read 39. Um, my goal the year before was 52. I read 45. So uh, I'm going to say 50 again. It's a nice round number. If I hit it, it's great. If I don't, send the reading police around to shoot me. Do you know what I mean? Um, I'm going to say that 2024. <laughs> my 50 books, I think, are going to include more audio, definitely, because I'm listening to audio from my library and via Spotify. So, um, and, you know, if I'm walking around a half a day, I'm going to be listening to audio. So, um, and especially at the moment, because all the podcasts I listen to, they're all still on Christmas hiatus, a little bit like we've been. Uh, so I haven't had any new content in my podcast streams for about a month. Audio books have come to the rescue. I'm re- listening to a fantastic one at the moment called Lessons in Chemistry. Highly recommend. Anyway, uh, that's the one. Number two is make one new recipe a month. Again, I absolutely loved doing this last uh, year because I made myself do new new uh, recipes and so some of them were better than others but the ones that were great were like I'm still doing them now so it's always good to expand your uh, recipe repertoire and the third one was go and see more women's football now um I really did this last year and I'm going to do it all over again this year uh we're we're, going to get our season tickets to Spurs and um and Arsenal women and go and see Charlton when we can so those three things um that's a bit of joy sprinkled over my life. But, you know, generally doing these goals, I, I kind of felt still lucky to have this job, still grateful to have this job. So, um, yeah, that's my takeaway. I'm going to ask a Darth question that's going to really be sad. But I only, when he starts talking about that, I only remember seeing men competing in darts. Do they have women and do they ever show it on telly? They do have women competing, is the answer, yes. Recently, in all the bigger, in the bigger tournaments, um, like they used to, it used to be segregated by gender, so male and female competitions. And the differentiation or the disparity in prize money is absolutely appalling. Like, the men get half a million pounds if you win the world championship. That's a big prize money i don't know how much the women get but i reckon it's about 10 percent of that prize money i was thinking a ribbon right (laughs) (laughs) the the other darts championship i used to go to live the prize for the men was a hundred thousand pounds and for the price of the women was twelve thousand pounds so that's around 10 percent however in the other big world darts championship they've let um they've allowed anybody to get through if you if you win again if you can get on the tour and you win you can you can play so there is one woman who's been smashing those glass ceilings and she's really good her name is Fallon Sherrick she wasn't I didn't see her in this start championship but maybe I just missed her it's very like it's still a very very male sport that's the only thing about it but there are women playing and you know like like all these things men have more time to to play these sports right because women are doing all the childcare and the menial labor so um as things change, hopefully uh, more women will come through, and a little bit like Luke Littler, we might get a Lisa Littler coming through. You never know. Yeah. All right, so I didn't miss it on the telly; they just don't show it. So pretty much on par for how we treat women across the world. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, which is why we need a, a sapphic dance romance, right, to uh, try and level things up. We just need to be kind to of women all around. We just need to be kind to of all the. Um, the groups that have been ignored for, I don't know, thousands of years, <laughs> but that is uh, yeah. a different podcast episode. It is, it is, yes. 
Anyway, um, do let us know what you think. Um, what do you think of our goals? What are your goals for the year? We'd love to know. Do let us know your goals and what you're striving for. Uh, you can get in touch. Uh, comment on the website, lesbianswhowrite.com. Email us, lesbianswhowrite at gmail.com. Facebook us, Twitter us, at lesbianswhowrite, and Instagram me, at clairefic. And I promise I will write down your comments and you will get a shout out on the podcast. You know, sorry if you have already. But do it again. If you have already, email me again or, or uh, message me again on Instagram or Twitter. I do respond to the messages. I just don't write them down. When you said comment on the podcast episode, I was like, I forgot to check. Yeah. So if you have written us a message on the website, I'm out of practice apparently. My God, we're, we're both fucking shit. That's, that's the takeaway from this episode. But we're going to try and be better. Maybe that should be one of our goals, actually. <laughs> Better. Write down comments from the podcast. Yeah, we're gonna, we're both gonna try and do that, aren't we, TB? Now that yes, yes. Sorry if you did leave us a comment. Um, I haven't logged into the website because I hadn't uploaded an episode lately. Whoops. All right, and I did have a topic for next week, and I'm trying to remember what it was, but I'm sure it will come to me. So uh, it'll be great. Don't worry. Uh, but you know, until then. Uh, get in touch with us tell us what you want us to discuss or ask us a question and i hope that your january is going well and happy new year if it's not too late to say it i think we can still get away for it we're in january all january yeah all of it wow that that is a bold statement it's almost as bold as your peace queen statement (laughs) wow you're just really coming out fighting this year i am swinging (laughs) all right um yes do get in contact. In the meantime, keep writing and stay safe. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to Lesbians Who Write. Follow us on Twitter at Les Who Write or show us some love on our website by leaving us a comment or buying us a coffee. And sign up to our newsletter while you're there to never miss another episode head over to lesbianswhowrite.com. Also, if you could take a moment to leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast, it would help more listeners to discover us. Thanks so much and see you next time.